Welcome to the All That I Am podcast season two. This is a special pop-up episode for International Women's Day. Happy Women's Day to everybody that is listening. I am, listen, I'm loving to see all of the amazing women do their thing, seeing them shine and advance and prosper and be in whatever area God has called you to. I'm loving to see the women soar and to win and to blaze. Ladies, you all are blazing the trail and to maximize in your own lane. I am loving it. Women, we are some amazing creatures. We are some amazing individuals. Yes, we are only a woman. Think about this. I was thinking about this before I actually went live. Only a woman could go through nine months of pregnancy of another human being growing on the inside of her, dealing with sickness. Y'all know what we dealt with, pain, fatigue, emotional concerns and issues, still working a job, going to school, taking care of children and a husband, and still managing to keep on going. Only a woman can do that. Only a woman could deal with the day-to-day stresses that we deal with, the letdown, the failed relationships, and raising children on our own to all my single parents that are out there, working a nine to five, eight to 10 to 12 hours a day, and to keep pushing, even when we don't feel like it. I remember those days back in the day. I remember those days and still managed to get up and to keep on doing it over and over again, even when she feels unappreciated, yet she keeps on going. Only a woman, only a woman can make a dollar out of 15 cents. Come on, birth a business, stay up late at night, wake up early in the morning so that she can see her vision live, encourage everyone else around her, even when she may feel discouraged, but still manages to keep on going. Only a woman, women, give yourselves a hand clap. Come on, let's applaud all of the women, all of the women that are on this live, all of the women that are in this world that are impacting. Let's applaud. Let me see you give the hand clap emoji. Only a woman, only a woman. I mean, we, even as I said, we are some amazing creatures. And so I just want to encourage every woman on here to keep on going, keep on going. Only a woman can understand the struggles, the trials, the pains and the sufferings, yet the victories and the wins and the successes of a woman. Only we can understand what another woman is really going through. Only a woman. Ladies, it's our day. It's our time. No longer will we allow fear or procrastination or boundaries to set up, to stop us or boundaries that have been set by other people, not necessarily us, but we're pushing past those boundaries. We're pushing past those glass ceilings and we are becoming all that God has created us to be. And so I just want to applaud every woman uh, in the world, every woman that is on this uh, podcast, that is on this live. And I want to encourage you and tell you to keep on going, keep on going. And so without any further ado, 
I'm going to, I have uh, three amazing guests that are going to share in this conversation with me. Before I bring them in though, I wanna play a little game because I have some giveaways that I want to give away for International Women's Day. Uh, and we will mail this to you. And so I have some trivial questions and uh, it's entitled, Who's That Lady? Who's that lady? I wanna know if you all know who uh, this lady is, these women are that I'm going to talk about in these questions. And so I want you to put what your answer is in the comment section. We won't take long on this because we have a lot to cover tonight and I only want to be on for an hour. And so uh, the first question that I want to bring to you about uh, women is, and I want you to put your, uh, the first person to put the correct answer in the comment section will be the winner. And so the first question is, this singer, songwriter currently has the highest number of Grammys as an African-American female performer. Who is that? Without me even having to put the options in the comment section. If nobody guesses it, I will put it in the comment section. But who is that? Who is it? Come on, who is it? Let's see what y'all saying. I'm going to give you all some options. Is it A, Mariah Carey? Is it B, Patti LaBelle? Or is it C, somebody already said it, Beyonce. That's the first response I see. Yes, ladies, it is Beyonce. Sunetta was the first person uh, to say that. So Sunetta, we will definitely be in contact with you so that we can give you your prize. Um, and so the second question is, well, no, that one's easy. Um, I'm gonna just give it to you, but it ain't gonna be no prize for this one because this one's easy. It says, this athlete is the second woman to hold all the four slams simultaneously twice. Uh, Madison Keys, Serena Williams, or Venus Williams? Well, I guess that easy because you can kind of confuse Venus and Serena. Oh, well, you know, it's one of them. <laughs> Is it Serena or Venus Williams? The second woman to hold all the four slams simultaneously twice. What y'all saying? What y'all saying? Serena. Yes, Summer, my Summer. Hey, girl, you won. That is the correct answer. Applause to you. Um, and the last one I'm going to give is uh, this lovely lady launched the Let's Move. Y'all already know who this is. We love her. The Let's Move initiative dedicated to addressing generational obesity in hopes of children growing up to be healthier and able to pursue their dreams. Who is that lady? Who's that lady? Y'all want to hear me sing it? Nah, that's okay. Who Who is it? Who is that lady? Y'all need some options or do you all know? It says, am I a few minutes behind or something? Everybody answering before me. Oh, maybe you are. I'm sorry, Jacquea. I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on with this live. Technology, I tell you, is so unpredictable. Yes, it is Michelle Obama. So, Rolinda, you won that one. We will be in contact with you to give you your prize. So let's applaud all the women uh, that won on tonight. Yes, everybody's saying it now, Michelle Obama. And some of you all may be uh, delayed or have a delayed response, uh, but that's okay. Uh, Rolinda, you are the first one that I saw. So those are our three winners on tonight. And so we will be in contact with you. Um, to give you your prize. Um, real quick, I do want to say this, uh, three quotes 
that, um, and, and this is all things women, all things related to the woman. Uh, three powerful quotes that stuck out to me as I was, you know, researching and looking up International uh, Women's Day and just famous quotes by famous women. Uh, one of the quotes is to tell a woman everything she cannot do is to tell her what she can. That's a Spanish proverb. To tell her what she cannot do, tell me what I can't do, and I'm gonna show you how I can do it. That's one. Another one is a strong woman looks a challenge in the eye and gives it a wink. That is from Gina Carey. I'm giving it a wink because guess what? I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. And then the last one is I can and I will watch me. <laughs> to all the naysayers, to all don't believe and, and ha have had doubts, watch me. Watch me, because guess what? My actions will speak much louder than words. And that is from Carrie Green. I love those quotes. I just want to share those with you all because uh, they really spoke to me um, and I felt like they would speak to you as well. And so the purpose of this podcast, now that we have that out of the way, we have the fun out of the way, we're going to get to our conversation, uh, a very transparent uh, conversation. Um, and so the purpose of this podcast uh, is basically to dispel the narrative that women can't get along, that all women are jealous, all women are competitive, all women tear down because that is not the truth and that is not the case. There are some women out there that love to see other women soar, that love to see other women win. I love to see women birth their purpose and to embrace purpose and to walk in it and to be unstoppable. And so my mission is to equip women the necessary tools to be all that God has created them to be, to walk in their purpose, to be unstoppable while balancing it all with grace. God has given you the grace, ladies, to carry everything that he has placed in your lap giving you the grace. And so I'm going to go ahead and have our uh, guests to join us from backstage at this time. I have some amazing women that's going to share uh, in the conversation, I am my sister's keeper. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, so my guests, we can have them come in. I have three amazing women and I'm going to have them to introduce themselves. We have, uh, and we're just going to go by first names on tonight everybody okay we know everybody's title we respect that but the women have requested and i love it uh that we go by their first names and so we have uh and i i'm just so used to saying lady we have <laughs> madeline and we have portia and we have brandy and so i want to go in that order oh i want to go in that order uh madeline portia and brandy i want you all to just introduce yourself uh tell the woman a little bit about yourself and we'll jump right into our conversation hello so everybody as you know my name is madeline um i'm from st louis missouri um, i am a first lady a pastor wife a mother a business owner um, I also have my own, my own magazine. So I have my daycare, which is called Heavenly Hearts Unstoppable Arts. And I also have my magazine that just I just featured my own magazine, which is called Break. And so I'm excited for what that is about to happen and, tr and transpire in my life. Um, I think about I'm going to give you a little thing about what break means. Break is breaking everything that the enemy will try to keep us in holding captive. We're breaking burials, breaking generational 
curses breaking um the old the season generation and uh, yeah. the new generation bringing all that together you know showing expressing from all perspectives of life so we get into that point that we all come together in the christian faith and also in the world so we want to break that a division of what the, the world has become. So that's what break is. We have all entertainments from all parts of the world. So, and if you want to know more about it, and listen, y'all, we have our very own Lady Jacobs in our first issue. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um, I just, I was like, we were excited just to hear a story. So uh, she will be in our first one. <laughs> and so if you want to subscribe, everybody, go to www.thebreakmag.com. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's put that in the conversation. Please subscribe, support, subscribe. Let's put that in the comment section. Uh, can you tell where where that is where they can subscribe again? www.thebreakmag.com. Awesome. Subscribe, you guys subscribe, $500. Awesome. 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 Praise God. All right. And we're going to move right along to Portia. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Portia. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Vivian, for having me. I was telling you backstage that this is not my setting, but this is what sisterhood is about. I just could not say no. <laughs> I am Portia Jackson, and I am from Roanoke, Virginia. Um, I am the leading lady of Refreshing Church, where my husband is the pastor, the bishop, Bishop J.L. Jackson. And we have three children. Um, our twins are five, and our oldest daughter is 12 years old. Her name is Lexi, and they keep me very busy. I am an entrepreneur. I am a teacher. Um, I have a business and stress pretty boutique. I just started a mommy blog and that is the millennial dot mommy on Instagram. And um, I cater to women, not just not just um, mothers, but women, wives and um, aspiring wives. So um, follow me. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Check her out, y'all. We're going to give the handles at the end where you can uh, actually go and uh, follow. You can look it up now if you like, but we'll give all the details of that at the end. Moving right along to Miss Brandy. Tell us about yourself. Hello, everybody. Well, I am not a first lady, but I am a preacher's kid, but I come from a family full of prophets, evangelists, apostles, elders, um, and all kinds of women and men of God under the cloth. Cloth. I am a physician assistant and I work in healthcare. Um, I also um, do a lot of public health work, uh, love community-based work, anything relating to the under or underserved populations. I have recently became more active in ministry and I'm enjoying it. God has really just taken me on a journey of what I consider the unknown. Um, I'm excited to be on this panel and just to talk about sisterhood. Awesome, awesome. Brandy and I actually uh, went to grammar school together. <laughs> one of those schools together when we were much younger. Um, and so I, I love to have her here to have uh, her perspective, um, you know, just from where she's from, what she has going on. She has a lot going on uh, as well. Uh, and just all of these women are some amazing women. And so I'm, I'm very excited to have uh, each of them uh, to add to the conversation on tonight. And so we're going to go ahead and jump right in. It is 823 right now. And I want to make sure we uh, accomplish uh, what the Lord has put on my heart to accomplish for tonight. So 
Tonight we're talking about um, being our sister's keeper. And if you haven't had a chance to so go ahead and share this live, you can uh, listen in uh, so that they can be uh, blessed as well. Um, that is my prayer. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about, being our sister's keeper, right? And so uh, as far as being your sister's keeper, I want to make this very plain. Um, so basically, as we know, so you tonight, you can use, I want you all to think of uh, sister interchangeably with friendship. But I want you to think of it interchangeably with friendship, with different levels of friendship. There are different levels of friendship. So some of what we discussed today apply to only certain levels of friendship. It's going to be up to you to decipher and to discern which level of friendship that applies to, right? There's a woman cold, though. There's a, a woman cold that's unknown but known, where there should be a mutual respect, no matter how close I am to you. A mutual level of respect and a desire to see the next woman win, uh, no matter how close I am to you, no matter what level of friendship uh, we uh, may be, uh, but just to have that mutual uh, respect. Um, and so I want to kind of give that background before we jump into our conversation, um, because it, it can be, and sisterhood will be interchanged uh, with uh, friendship. So I want you all to keep that in mind. Um, and so we have so many things coming up against us, ladies, uh, in society, uh, gender biases, uh, inequality, amongst so many other things. We have so many things coming up against us where we shouldn't let one woman, you know, uh, th them not wanting to push the next woman or to support the next woman or to just be there for the next woman or to be that to be that keeper. We don't want to let that be in the line of the other things that are already coming up against us, right? We don't want to be the woman to hinder the next woman or the woman to tear down the next woman. We want to be the one that is the keeper or that is the friend or the pusher of that next woman, whatever level of friendship it may apply to. And so before we jump in, I want to go ahead and just define keeper. And so keeper basically means defender, defender or one suitable for or worth keeping. Mm -hmm. I'm going to repeat that. Defender one suitable for or worth keeping. What that word implies is that you are taking a responsibility in that other person's life. As a woman, as a sister, as a friend, you are signing up to take responsibility in that next woman's life. And so what we're going to talk about tonight is basically the responsibilities that we have in the life of our sister the responsibility that we have in the lives uh, of that next woman, you know, uh, that may be a stranger to us, just us being a woman and being able to relate to one another, just that responsibility that we have. And so the first thing that I want to uh, talk about and discuss uh, is just the responsibility to listen to her, right? All of us know <laughs> what it means to listen to someone or knows what it feels like when someone is not listening to you. Okay. Nobody can another woman. Now, of course, I'm not downplaying uh, men or anything like that. I want to give honor to my husband, uh, Bishop Brandon Jacobs. I love you, baby. Um, but I'm not downplaying that at all. But there is, 
there is something about another woman, woman being able to uh, relate to another woman, uh, being able to listen and to be able to give that advice. That's why I don't understand why when women get married, they get rid of all their friends. Now, of course, some, you know, they can't go with you everywhere. And some some friendships are just for seasons. Um, but, you know, the woman that says that I can't have friends because I'm married, I, I don't know. I'm afraid of that because you, you still need to. God created us to connect with other women, to be able to connect with other women. And so I want one of you um, to jump right in um, just to kind of tell us. What are what are your feelings? How important is that? Uh, and how can you uh, chime in and add to the importance or the responsibility to listen to the other sister? Well, I'll go. This is Brandy. So when I think about sisterhood, I, I think about how we're connected. So I was not I don't have any biological sisters. OK, but it's who I am connected with through my community, through culture through family, through experience, through religion. So, you know, we have this thing in the family where we say we are sister cousins. Of course, I'm a member of a sorority. We are sisters. And so when you talk about listening today, I had a friend tell me, you know, there is just so much power in listening. There's this concept of, I hear you speaking, but are you really listening to me? If yeah. we don't listen, then how do we know how to encourage or motivate? How do we know what to pray for? Sometimes I think women, us as women, we just want to listen in there. I mean, um, we just want somebody to talk to. When I'm in the clinic, I have so many women just come in and talk the entire time. They chart, I chart, they talk. That's it. Yeah. Or even just in ministry and prayer. I listen, they speak. So in that capacity, it's just very important because there's so much power in listening. Because in that aspect, you know what to pray for. You know how to encourage. It's important not to be able um, it's important not to judge the person that you're listening to. That's real huge. A lot of people yeah. and women are afraid to express their true self and feelings due to fear of being judged. Um, we can talk about judge in ministry or judge outside. That's a whole nother conversation. But even just among friends and sisters, you know, we don't want to be judged. You know, I have um, some people who will say, oh, I, I just don't want to be judged. I'm so afraid to tell you the truth. And I, you know, in my capacity, I don't judge. I just listen. You know, you want to, you want to listen to motivate and say, well, I encourage you. You know, there's a few other topics we'll talk about, but it's so much power in listening because that gives you direction of um, what that person may need. It's not always about you as a person, but it's about uplifting and empowering our sisters. And in order to do that, we have to listen and not judge at all. Just to piggyback. That is so true. Yeah. Just to piggyback, um, sisterhood is a safe place yeah. and we should be able to trust each other where we, it, it can be a safe place so we can go to. And like you said, we don't be judged on whatever it is that we have to talk about. Um, I'm usually the one out of my faithful few. I'm usually the one, the strong friend that everybody comes to mm. for advice. So it's like, who can I go to, to just vent and not have to worry about it being heard from, you know, the next person or, you know, it getting back to somebody else. So sisterhood is that safe place where I can tell you whatever I want to tell you, vent whatever I need to get off of my chest, and I can trust that it stays here. And yeah. how I feel about listening <clears throat> is, as, as we talked about being a sister's keeper, 
I protect, protect my sister. If mm -hmm. I'm listening to her, you got to always understand, you got to hear what they're not saying. Yes. And so by being a sister, I tune in real close to hear what's on their heart and what their thought is because they're not gonna always talk. But sometimes if you just stay quiet and listen, you'll yes. hear their every move. If they're gonna rather be okay, are not okay. Were they ready to give up, throw in the towel, commit suicide, keep yeah. loving, cook, keep pushing? So sometimes listening takes, it has so much power because you can hear what they're not saying. Yeah. And that's our purpose as sisters to cover them, protect them and guide them. We have a charge that most of us, that all of us have, but we have to learn even close. And I, I think sometimes it go, comes with maturity Mm -hmm. that when you grow and grow, you'll learn from your, your past conversations and how that you reacted and responded from that, you know. And so I just feel like that when you when you're a keeper and you listening, you're protecting that sister. Mm -hmm. And that's what you'll do with, with your natural sisters or your, your your sister cousins, as you were saying, or your uh -huh. best, best friend. We protect yes. them. And so yes. you'll fight for anything. So yes. that's how I feel about uh you know that's that is that. That's, that's good. good. Oh, there's oh, an echo. Um, th that's good um, because you you need to have, even as all of you so well said, you need to have that that safe place. You need to have like someone that is your sounding board. You know where you can um, you can come to and you can just vent and you can just say how you feel, what hurts you that place where you can be vulnerable. Yes. And so I wanna ask you all that are in the comments on today, do you have that person where you can be vulnerable? Because mm -hmm. guess what? You cannot be vulnerable with any and everybody. You can't. You can't. You can't. That's where it goes to knowing the level of friendship and being able to discern who is that safe place for you. You know, so you you have to have that so that you don't bottle so much in, you know, and then one day you're just ready to explode. You know, so you have to have that safe place. And and we as as sisters, we definitely uh, if that's someone that we call friend that's close to us, we should be able to be that person, you know, to our friend. And if we're not that person to our friend, we need to look at ourselves to see why. Why not? Why don't they trust me with this? You know, we, we need to look at ourselves and see to make sure that we are being the friend to others that we want them to be to us, that we're being the sister to other people that we desire others to be to us. And so there's a fine line, though, with with having that is bringing me to my to my second discussion point that I want to talk about. There's a fine line between uh, just being there to listen because everybody should be able to just vent and not have uh, any judgment, no judgment zone. But then there's also something called timely advice where we need to be able to give advice, you know, when it's warranted, but knowing the right time to give that. Some things may be lawful, but it may not be expedient. Like it may not be for you to say it right then and there, you know? So just being able to discern that, then also let's talk about where it transitions from just, you know, listening and being that non-judgmental person, which we all should be. And everybody needs that person, needs to have that time, that space to vent. But let's talk about when you have to be honest. 
Let's talk about when they come to you and they're saying something to you and they're venting to you. And this is your time where you need to be honest with them where it, it can be difficult sometimes, right? But I don't believe that a friendship is a real friendship if you cannot be honest with that other person. If you can't be honest with your sister, then it's not as much of a friendship as you think it is, right? And so why is it so difficult? If one of you all want to chime in, why is it so difficult, do you think, to be honest? Or think about maybe when you were there, you know, and you knew you were dead wrong, but you didn't want to hear nobody tell you the truth. Why Why is it so hard to be honest and then also to receive that when you're on the other end? I am very, I, I, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I think I, 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 I think I, I'm a very honest person. And my, and a lot of people around me get upset because I'm straight to the point. And it's not to hurt anybody, but I don't know no other way because there's no fakeness between. So I'm trying my very best to be honest, but how to season my words. And so sometimes yeah. people in this in this life don't want the truth. Yes. They've been hearing lies mm -hmm. all the time. So now your life has become a lie because people have not really told you the truth. And so yeah. by having a conversation <laughs> of being honest, it is so hard. But in order to have honesty, I mean, you have to lay a foundation of trust. You have to be able to trust me with the truth so that when the truth comes out, you'll understand that everything that I'm saying is is, is for your for your sake. Yeah. You know, for yeah. me, just personal story, I the truth hurts. Constructive criticism can hurt. And like all of you have said, have said, you know, it has to do with trust and it also has to do with discernment. And knowing when to speak the truth and when to kind of water down the truth. And so for me, even though it hurts, I have those sisters where I where I know, okay, this sister is gonna hold me accountable. This sister is gonna, this friend is gonna tell me the truth. And so because you listen and you learn to listen, you really can discern when it's time to say, okay, sis, it's time to be honest. I have an honest conversation. Um, the truth is something that I think starts internally and people have to, we as women have to look at ourselves in the mirror and have that mirror, that reflection looking back at us and examine who we are and also ask ourselves, why, why, why am I afraid of the truth? Well, sometimes yeah. the truth can, can open up some wounds that... <laughs> you have not really, really allowed to heal. Yeah. So you have a lot of women that deal with um, trauma and circumstances where because those wounds and the truth has not set them free, they're not free to accept the truth. Yeah. So yeah. it does take maturity, 100%. It takes maturity. And so that's something that I also, you know, you look at in relationships, whatever that ship is, and you know the maturity of your sister. Is my sister mature enough to hear this truth right now. No, it's not time. Maybe next time, but you still have to be honest, honest with people. And the time has to be right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, it really brings to my mind uh, the scripture, a wise man loves rebuke. Um, and I want to think of it in, in this way where you're giving constructive criticism, not necessarily, I guess it's rebuking in a sense. Um, 
but just thinking of it uh, and giving constructive criticism, um, a wise person would love that, right? Because the day is going to make me better. It's, it's going to make me better. And then when you know that it's coming from someone with a pure heart and you know it's coming from someone that loves you genuinely, yeah. they you know, it, it 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 makes it a little bit easier to accept. No, I'm not saying that it's easy because even as we all have said, constructive criticism, that's not easy. I don't care what anybody says. It's not easy to hear the bad in what you're doing. But guess what? If I'm going down the wrong street and you see your, some of these people wondering, like, do they have any real friends that's being honest with them? Let's, let's just keep it real. Do they have any real friends that's being honest with them. Right. That's being honest with them. You see them going, you see them going the wrong way. You see them doing some things that that's not good, that doesn't look good, it doesn't right. reflect their character. You know, right. you know, and 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 is there is their friend saying something? Or are you not saying something on purpose because you want them to look crazy? But you have to be able to provide that constructive criticism and even being on the receiving end, being able to receive that because you know that it is given out of a heart that really, you know, that of a see you get it right. You know, it, it's nothing like a friend that can be honest with you. Um, but it, but it's also, even as we said, in the spirit in which you give it and if we've established that level of trust. You know, and of course, we understand that some friends are a little bit more sensitive to others. They still need to the truth, too. But we just, you know, some, we got to figure out how to say it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying I'm that sensitive friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and we, we all have that in every circle. There are some friends that are sensitive and you have to be careful. You have to season your words, you know, um, but but we all need to hear the truth. We all need to know the truth um, and, 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 and the way that we give it sometimes uh, helps the way that it is received. Uh, go ahead. With go ahead, understanding, yeah. as, as honestly, you, the truth will make someone free. That's yeah. the thing. We, we, so many sisters are so bound in toxic relationships because I mean they're not they because they're not because of the, they don't want to hear the truth. But I believe that the truth will make any situation free. And we I'm learning that each and every day because I'm dealing with all types of ages, all individual. Like you know, we got one uh, one of us got five personalities, so we're dealing with Matt, Matt, Maddie, Madeline. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so which one am I talking to today? So it's just yeah. having that. Because you want to be transparent with those you love so that they can be yeah. free and get out of, you know, something they might be bound in. Yeah. And we owe that to them. We owe that to a friend, to a sister, to be honest with them, whether they want to hear it or not. Now, you're not going to just go and be honest with them in a room full of people, you no, know, no. to embarrass them or to belittle them. You have to make sure that it is timely uh, and that you do it uh, with the right motive. I saw somebody put in the comments, it depends on the motive behind it, with the right motive, you know? Mm -hmm. And if your motive is really just pure, 
you know, love and you want to see them do better. You want to see them get it right. You don't want them out here uh, embarrassing themselves. You know, you know, your friend is out here bad, you know, in whatever they're doing. Um, and you, you're a friend. You call yourself a friend. But then once you let them know, even as you said, uh, Lady uh, Nichols, I'm still saying lady, <laughs> um, the truth will make them free. So they'll have no other excuse to say, I didn't know. You you, you knew, I told you. But then like, what do you do if after you told them the truth and they still have not made any changes? Have any of you ever been there? Like, what do you do after you, do you just say, forget it and you leave them alone because they, they're not listening or you still, you know, badgering them over the head with the truth. Like, what do you do? Because you have those friends, you know, where you are honest with them. And there are people that are saying, they friends ain't being honest with them. Yeah, I'm being honest with them, they ain't listening. So what do you do at that point? (laughs) Most of the times we know who those friends are. We know who the friends are who listen. We know who the ones that'll take the advice and take heed, you know, they'll they'll do the right thing. So um, if you know that this is the friend that, that, you're going to tell them what to do and they're just going to do what they want to do anyway, then you just step back. You step back and you still be there. Like, even though you're stepped away from it, even if, so you come back and you need advice again, I'm still going to be there, but I'm stepping back and letting you make your decisions for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we have to do that and it's not always easy, but sometimes after you've said something over and over again, I saw that in the comments, you know, and you get tired of saying the same thing. You've said it, you've stated your point. Um, and at some point you just have to step back and hopefully they'll take heed. Uh, also one of the points that we're going to talk about, pray for them, maybe for God to open up their eyes, because sometimes no matter how many times we show them, you know, they have to, you know, hit them, get, get hit over the head a few times before they, even as parents with their children, you know, sometimes you just have to step back and let them see uh, on their own and pray that one day they will see it. But guess what? You've done your part as their sister, as their friend. You've been honest with them. You've prayed for them. Um, you know, and what they do with it after that, you have nothing really to do with that because you can't force people. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So you can't force people to receive your truth. Um, all you can do is uh, voice it and, and pray that they do receive it. But if they don't, at, don't at the end of the day, that's between them and God. But you've done uh, what you were supposed to do, your duty as a friend, uh, to let them know. Um, but it's not always easy when you've been telling them and they're still doing the same thing. You know, um, yeah, that's 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 not I easy. Too. And I'm so sorry, y'all. My no, you're fine. fine. But I think so, too. Um by us voicing it, they hear you. I can I can be transparent. I'm a very transparent person. And you may not see, my friends may not see the behavior change, but know that those words resonate. I don't forget the conversation. I don't forget what you're saying. And so that that maturity, even if I give pushback and say, it's not true, it's not true, the words are there. And I'm definitely thinking about it. It may take a little time for the behavior to change, but at some point, that sister comes back and says, I did hear you. I was trying to figure out how to make the change. You know, in, 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 in my world, we have this, are you ready to change? So we have to remember the truth. We're giving the truth. But if you're not ready, you're not going to change. But keep saying it, like you said, with our children. They know with me as a daughter in ministry. My mother and stepfather would say so many things. They say, you just don't get it. You're just not listening. No, I'm listening. I just haven't changed the behavior yet. But trust, 
as my sister, it's there. And I appreciate that because it's honest and real conversation. Yeah. That's true. That is so, so true because I can think about even myself, just to be transparent, I was in a relationship and I knew that if I knew, and most of the times, I'm gonna say eight times out of 10, they already know they did wrong. They already know eight times out of 10. Sometimes they're totally oblivious, but most of the time they know. And I knew that it was, it was not what I was supposed to be in. I knew that it was not becoming of me, but I enjoyed it. I liked it at that time, right? And so I didn't really want to hear anybody telling me the truth at that time because I enjoyed it. But I, I did, I was listening. But even as you said, Brandy, you said it so well, like I was listening, but I wasn't ready to make the change yet. And so I, that, that's so good that you said that. I want to encourage you all that are on this live now. You may have some friends that you are telling the truth to. You know, don't stop believing in them. Don't stop, you know, praying for them and don't stop telling them. You know, um, you want to make sure that you're continuously doing that as a friend. Uh, but eventually, once they're ready to change, they will. And even as she said, because I heard it, I heard everything everybody was telling me, <laughs> you know, I, and I knew it was wrong. And I was coming up with things in my mind to combat it. Like, well, you don't know this and you don't know that. You know, I knew that it was not right, you know, and I knew that this was not where God would have me to be. But it took for me to wake up one day and to realize, you know, that 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 ain't it. You know, and I had to go back and uh, uh, thank everybody and apologize, you know, for not listening. Um, but it, it took me time. It took me some time. Sometimes it takes to recognize and to receive the truth. Um, but don't up on that friend. Um, I want to move right into our uh, next uh, discussion point. This is a big one. The next two are real big. Um, and this one is basically talking about being able to celebrate your friends, celebrating her, uh, cheering her on and motivating her. Jealousy is so real in friendship and yeah. sisterhood, period. <laughs> it is so real. It is at an all time high. Fake <laughs> love. <laughs> Fake love. <laughs> it's at an all-time high. Yes, people that are celebrating you uh, and that are there and they're acting as if they love you to say faith or whatever the case may be. Um, but it takes a real friend, a real sus. It's nothing like, I saw somebody put this, it's nothing like strangers that don't even know you that yes. are celebrating you yes. and you more than your every day, more than the people that you expected from every day. It's nothing like those strangers that's pushing you and cheering you on. Like you feel like you know them sometimes, <laughs> you know, but as, as uh, sisters, we have to be okay with celebrating one another. We have to be okay with pushing people in their season. You know, when it's their season and it's their time, it's okay to celebrate them. Guess what? One day your time will come and yours might be right now. It may be both of you all's time, you know, yeah. but you have to make sure that you're doing your duty to celebrate them and to push them as their sister. You call yourself their friend or whatever level of friendship you all may be on, you know, but jealousy and competition is at an all-time high. And one of the things that I say with that, I know y'all got a lot to say with that. One of the things I'll say with that is oftentimes people that struggle with that, they struggle with self-identity. 
they struggle with knowing who they who they are, knowing who they are, um, and and being able to push people in the lane that they are in. Um, and so, I mean, because let's just be honest, we as women, sometimes our our emotions most of the time is fickle. Like that confidence, one minute you feel like a million bucks, like you can conquer the world, like you're going to finish everything. And then the next minute you need your friend to help push you. Absolutely. You need your friend to help celebrate you. You know, it takes nothing away from sister pushing that other woman. And I'm talking about genuinely. And so what y'all got to say about that? <laughs> yes. yes, I was reading... Um... I was reading when you gave us the questions and there was this author um, called Lillian Rubin. And she said that the main three reasons why um, women have a hard time celebrating each, each other is envy, competition mm -hmm. and self-worth, which you just touched on. And she said something that stood out to me. And she said that there's a healthy jealousy and there's a toxic jealousy. Yeah. A healthy jealousy Ooh, is like, oh, healthy jealousy. like I'm about to, it. yeah. <laughs> so the healthy jealousy was like, you see a girl and she's like, oh my God, look at her body. Like, look at her waistline. I want that waistline. You're not envious of her. You're not jealous like, ugh. You know, so that's a healthy jealousy. The toxic jealousy when it comes into place where you see someone who's pretty, you see who someone who is going after their bag, you see someone who is on top and you can't stand her for no reason. Right. Like, you just see somebody. Have you ever heard someone that says, um, I don't know her, but I just don't like her. <laughs> like that's a toxic jealousy. So I think that it that's is. where it comes to play when you can't celebrate somebody is because that you're toxic. Like yeah. that's a jealousy that you can't get rid of. Yeah. And that's why it's so hard to really celebrate women is because we want what they have, but yeah. we can't, we don't know how to obtain it. So since I don't know how to get what you have, I'm going to hate you because you have it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That I mean, even the the part that you you said about a healthy jealousy, I don't know about that part yet. Um, but I understand. I understand what you're saying, though. I understand. There you go. Um, uh, Brandy, you want to add something to that? <laughs> I do. So. I, number one, let me just say, I definitely believe in celebrating one another. Absolutely. When I see my friends and sisters doing well. It's like, oh my God, I'm next. It's me. It's it. You know, it's it's that song. And I never get everything attached to me wins. So everybody must win. Yeah. I was hanging out with some lion sisters over the weekend. And a couple of us have new cars. And my one line sister is just like, I'm next. You know, she's like, I'm getting a new car. It was a genuine, sincere happiness for one another. I think that most women have an issue, or this is an issue within amongst women, due to self-worth and a lack of security. You know, it's there are a lot of insecurities there that um and fear because it's intimidating, you know, it's this, this concept of intimidation. I'm intimidated mm -hmm. because you're doing so well, but am I worthy to even do that well? So mm -hmm. then I'm jealous. But it's understanding you can have that. I mean we can go to the word, we can talk about just, you know, you know, we want to talk about spirituality. You can have that. Yeah. It's, it's being comfortable and mature with yourself to say, how can I get that? And yeah. it's up, up to us as sisters to say, you jealous. Be honest, you jealous. Yeah. But you don't have to be jealous because we can do this. You can have this. There's no reason to do that. That's where that other conversation comes in from. Where does the jealousy come from? 
Where does the envy come from? And it's the lack of self-worth and having an identity and it's insecurity. Um, I do believe we have to celebrate each other as women. You know, like I said, we're connected. So we experience a lot of the same things. And because we don't have honest and real conversations, we don't know that we're experiencing a lot of the same things. So a lot of these emotions and feelings, um, they come up and they just don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so true. Um, I would like to say, um, to be transparent a little bit, um, growing up, um, I will always celebrate people, but I was always quiet as well. Um, so we were in school. Mom, mom had siblings and stuff like that. I, I had green eyes, light-skinned, pretty hair, and all mm -hmm. of that. And so sometimes since people will cause your, your, your confidence to go down. Yes. You know, your mama kept, your, my mom kept us dressed. And my, our mom always had us, you know, pretty girls. But at a point of time, this, this was me. I got jealous because a bunch of girls beat me up or tried to. I fought 15 girls when I was little. Sure. It brought my confidence down. So, yeah. and you know, going to school and, you know, supposed to get an education. Now I'm going middle school wondering, am I cute enough? Because of what how somebody felt about me in elementary, mm -hmm. so sometimes you, uh, you you your confidence come down, yeah. And then you look at other people as though like okay, you know. So that's a part of of and and as I got older, I realized that the enemy would try to stop destiny from certain people, you know, from because of envy, jealousy, uh, would bring your confidence down, and they try to compare their life, not thinking I was just. Of thinking as a kid, like why they want to beat me up, why they want to fight us. Every day, my mom had to come to the bus stop because these girls wanted to fight her daughters, and that really brought us way wow. low. At a point in time, when I got to high school, I bust out the gate. <laughs> I thought celebrating wow. myself and yeah. every girl around. I was saying, "Girl, you cute. You look good. That's cute, girl. We get that from." So it's just about knowing who you are. We got to know who, who, what God put. Yeah. Our fingers are different. Our eyes are different. We're just different. And you got to be able to be comfortable in your own skin and how God created yeah. us. That's so true. We have to be able to appreciate each other for our differences, uh, for uh, our victories, for our wins, being able to appreciate and to be able to uh, celebrate uh, the next woman for that. You brought something up uh, that's so dear to me. Um, and, and I want to use this as a ministry moment, uh, because, you know, when you said that you, you didn't understand why the people, the girls didn't like you sometimes you're doing, and, and it's really nothing that you really asked for. Like yeah. I didn't even ask, you know, to be here in this yeah. position to have this, to look like this. This is not something that I asked for, you know, and even though you didn't ask for it, and sometimes people don't like you just because so many people do like you, you know, mm -hmm. and that was me in school growing up uh, in grammar school. There was this one girl that for some <laughs> reason, she just did not like me. Like she used to try to bully me. And so one of the things that I used to do back then, I would dumb myself down and try to come to school and not look too cute. 
Like, I'm trying to not look too cute because I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't want her messing with me today. So I'm about to, you know, look busted like I would, you know. So I would try, I would do that. You know, mm-hmm. I would dumb myself down so that I wouldn't offend anybody else, you know. And so I want to encourage somebody that's on it. Don't dumb who you're down. Don't dumb who you don't dumb down who you are to make somebody else feel comfortable about who they are not. Yeah, that's true. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be you unapologetically. Either they're going to receive you and accept you or they are not. You know, and I had to realize that for myself and I had to realize that and be okay with the people that did not accept me for who I was. Because guess what? You're not going to always be everybody's cup of tea. Everybody is not going to always like you. They're not going to always applaud you. You know, so you have to be okay with that and be comfortable in, in the skin that you're in. Don't, yes, don't dim your light. Don't dumb yourself down because of somebody else. You know, be you unapologetically. And then I want to say this. I had a friend growing up, you know, going back to whole, the whole celebration piece. Um, I just wanted to see all my friends win. I just wanted to see women win. And I just didn't have the mindset that somebody that close to me was jealous of me. So many people tried to tell me. Like, my mother tried to tell me. Other friends would try to tell me. People would try to tell me, like, this person is jealous of you. Like they want what you have, you know? And I didn't believe it. I said, she can have what I have. Like she can get it. I got it. Like I didn't care. I gave her the resources. Like come get it, girl. I want to see you win. Go get it. Go do it. You know, I wanted to see her win. And I didn't see that. I didn't see that. And I really didn't care because I still just wanted to see her win, you know, until I got out of it. And I did realize a lot of it, you know, the you know of, of the way that she was acting and the things that she was doing, it was because she was insecure in who she was and because she was jealous. But my nature was just to celebrate women and to push them, you know, no matter what. So I didn't see that, you know, but everybody else did. So I, I say to you all on this live, it's still okay to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. It's still okay to push them. When they go low, you go high. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? That was Michelle Obama, wasn't it? When they go low, you go high. You continue to celebrate them. You know, don't allow them to change who you are and to make you into this, you know, person that you never were in the first place. You know, but sometimes when we go through life and things happen, it does have a way, you know, of weighing on us. And then I want to say this with friendship and relationship, I mean, in sisterhood, is you have to have that person and know who that person is that causes your baby to leave. Let's think about Sarah and Elizabeth, even in the Bible. When Mary heard Elizabeth's voice, her baby leaped. Or maybe it was the other way around. When (laughs) one of them heard the other person's voice, the baby leaped. I believe it was Elizabeth because Mary was coming. When Elizabeth heard Mary's voice, her baby leaped and instantly she was filled with the Holy Spirit. But there was something in her that connected to something in Mary. In sisterhood and friendship, something connected. You know, so you have to know who that person is. Who causes your baby to leave? Who's not jealous of seeing you advance? Who's not jealous of seeing you succeed? Who's not jealous? Who, who Who's going to push you unselfishly? You know, and you have these people that are surrounding you and you call them friends for the sake of not being lonely, but are they genuinely happy for you? Are they genuinely pushing you? 
Are they genuinely taking on the responsibility to see you deliver your baby safely? Amen. Like they're really pushing. They want to see you birth what you have inside of you and they want to see you do it in a safe way. That's right. And so, I mean, that, that's all I want to give with the whole, unless you all have something else, I'm going to go right into loyal and then we'll end uh, because we've been on for an hour. Um, so we have to be able to celebrate other women, to be able to push other women. But in that, you have to be able to be confident in yourself and secure uh, in yourself and know who you are uh, in order to really genuinely do that, authentically do that. And so the last thing I want to talk about and then we'll end uh, um, is being loyal to her. This is a big one, um, but I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. Um, anybody can chime in on this one, but being, you need people that can be loyal to you. Betrayal and friendship is so real. It's Woo! so real. Betrayal, I mean, it, you can think this person has your back and they're your BFF, you know, and then you turn around and they have, you find out they have two faces. Mm. They friends when they with you in, in, in private, but when you get in public, <laughs> they act like they don't know you or they're trying to tear you down, you know, or they're allowing people to say things about you, you know, and my question always is, and, and somebody, you know, made a quote out of this. I don't, you know, really remember everything it said, but basically the gist of it is, is why did they feel comfortable saying it around you if you're my friend or you're my sister? Right. So can one of you talk about that uh, loyal piece? Have you experienced that? How did you deal with that? How did you get over that? Were you still friends with them after that? Like, did you forgive them? Well, <laughs> I, okay. So loyalty is loyalty. And like one thing about me is you betray me like a snake or bite me like a snake. We, we probably can never be friends again. It's yeah. it's something that I fear. Loyalty is very big. What I've learned is that it everybody's definition of loyalty is different. So it depends on what you consider as disloyal or loyal. Okay. Um, I do agree. You know, why is this person so comfortable speaking ill of me in the presence of you? What type of um, what wh why have you made them feel comfortable to do that? So to me, that goes back to really knowing who your friends are. You have to know. You have to know what role people play in your life. So you have to know what to share and what not to share. You cannot share everything with everybody. You cannot share your secrets with everybody. So it's knowing who those true, unapolog unapologetic, loyal, genuine friends are. You have to know who they are. Sometimes it's trial and error. You know, you'll say, hmm, I tried this person and gave this information and this person didn't keep my secret. It, they were not loyal to me. So no, you don't go back and make that same mistake. You change it. So it's knowing who's in your circle. And that comes with discernment. You have to really, really know, especially, um, you know, even being in a, a large organization, you just have to know who is for you, who may be a little for maybe a little for you, who's against you, who's jealous of you, who's envy of you. And that's how you carry your information. That's very important to me. So it's just, you know, it's one of those things where we have to learn how to not be so envious and jealous that it leads us leads us to this disloyalty. You know, you 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 it's about honesty and trust. And if you are not that woman or that sister who can be loyal to me, then no, we don't need to be friends. Yeah. yeah. And anybody okay. else want to chime in? Okay. 
you know, that's okay. You meet people where they are. You treat them where they are. You know um, who they are. You know what they will do with the information. And you just leave it at that. Because you still got to pray for them too, I believe. You do have yeah. to pray. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's been kind and, of... And put your friends in categories. Right. So I have, you know, I have a few friends, like I said, a faithful few. But I have one who I know I can't share my personal business with. Um, yeah. Vivian said something in the beginning of the um, podcast, in the beginning of the video, where um, we can't go to everybody and tell everybody our business that we have to discern who we can tell our business to. Not saying that this friend is a yeah. bad friend, but right. I know her. <laughs> and she's a little mm -hmm. loose lipped. She comes to me with other people's business. So uh -huh. I'm not going to tell you mine. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> you have to know people. Absolutely. You yeah, you have to know. Yeah. Are you about to say something, uh, Madeline? I was going to say, it's been kind of, um, as Christian and a first lady of PK, this point of, <laughs> point of my life, <laughs> I, got, yeah. I, I try my best. I'm a very loyal person. Mm -hmm. When I see your colors, yeah, I'm almost done with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I am the most loyal person you will ever find on earth. And mm -hmm. I try not to, you know, we got the love. Not, not, I'm not saying I hate a person. I almost mm -hmm. got to that point this last season in my life to hate. But yeah. I have a heart of gold to love. First of all, I love God. I love Jesus Christ with all my heart. Mm -hmm. And hatred does not live with me. But to have somebody betray me is devastating. Yeah. It's just like Jesus said when he said... Whatever you got to do, do it quickly. I just let the season like that, like, uh, hurry up and get out. Hurry up so I can heal, so that mm -hmm. I can be able to be healthy for the next, like for my people, for the world, for this generation. Because if I'm in a toxic place of being bitter or hurt, you know, I, I'm no good for nobody. So betrayal, that's one thing that I need to work on mm -hmm. because I can't stand it. I can't yeah. stand. I, I'm so loyal. I don't. I tell all my relationships, you're going to be the one to mess it up. You're yeah. going to be the one to mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> I think too, we can't forget about this word expectation. Mm -hmm. this expectation. You you can't be disloyal to me or betray me if I don't have that expectation of our mm -hmm. relationship, yeah. Relationship, yeah. our relationship, our sistership, whatever it is. What is the expectation? So it's like, oh, you betrayed, yeah. but think about. Who is this person? Was it really betrayal? Like you all, you know, Portia and Madeline, you said, is it really betrayal if I, if I know if I put you in this category and I know I can't trust you with certain things? Yeah. You know, so, you know, us as women, we I think we do have to take some accountability, you know, about our interactions and responsibility about our various kinships, relationships, and sisterships. Ready? When I love, when I am in relationship with you, whether it's sister, yeah. friend, and I love hard. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Me too. that's my Me too. heart. Like that's how loyal oh. I am. Like I, I try my best. Not, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I get to a place where you know me. I set a foundation in all relationships. Yeah. So if there's a foundation, you know your your house cannot be shaky. You right. know yeah. you you you're building on your on on your on on this relationship. Yeah. But if I build a relationship with you, love you, gave you my secret that nobody knows, and yeah, it's, 
I'm asking God every day to heal me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll take my, my sister shit. Seriously. <laughs> I love her. I take them very seriously. So um, I tell people if I if I treat you mean, which is a horrible, horrible <laughs> analogy, I probably love you because I don't have a lot of shit, but yeah. I cherish the ones that I have. Like yeah. I said, I've been born with biological sisters. So I have definitely um, built these sisterships and ships with, you know, people in sorority. I've moved and I don't have to talk to these people every day. No. So we are similar in that we understand betrayal and loyalty. So the expectation yeah. is that won't happen. You know, it, it, it won't happen. So you do build a foundation. You know, I understand that too. When you love, you love hard. So that betrayal hurts. Mm -hmm. And that's real talk. That's yeah. real stuff. It hurts. And we are human. We, if you cut me, I'm bleed. We are human. So yeah. And I wish yeah. I could give you some, some how to, you know, fix it. <laughs> right. You know, we need that <laughs> upper moment. Like, how can we get? Yeah. Yes, praying is going to be the answer, and prayer has always been the answer. Yes. Yeah. But you know, we need more friends to say, "Girl, you're gonna get past this. You're gonna make it." That was just only for a season. I had to get to that point. Think some relationships were just seasonal, and yeah. we have to be okay with mm -hmm. that. Some things you don't. God don't want everybody taking the. God don't want nobody taking the glory for what He's taking from. For one thing, yeah. and we'll find ourselves many people, and sometimes we make people our God. Mm -hmm. Come on, yeah, and, and even as you said, that's one of the things that was hard for me um, was knowing uh, when the season was up with that friendship. Um, now, I'm not saying that all friendships, you know, you know, will eventually end. Some friendships last a lifetime and then there are some that uh, are seasonal even as you said and it, it, it's difficult you know to let go of, of those friendships that you cherish you know and and I can say this um, as far as uh, someone betraying me I've been there you know and I had grace on that person. And, and I want to say this, but I don't want y'all to beat me over the head. We're so quick to throw away. And I'm not saying that you all are, but we can be quick to throw away friendships with, with girlfriends and, and these men that we, you know, that uh, we were, you know, in my dating time. And, you know, even the women that are on the live now yeah. uh, that may be dating, we're quick to forgive them, you know, after betrayal, you know, after they cheated, you know, the worst betrayal, you know, um, and we, we, and I'm not going to say we're quick to forgive, but we're, um, we're more apt to forgive uh, the boyfriend than we are the girlfriend. Um, so I will say to have a little grace, a little more grace, you know, but there are some things that are just a deal breaker. There are some things where I forgive you. I still love you. I still want the best for you. But there are some things that are just a deal breaker. And then even as you said, Brandy, just having those expectations, you know, knowing what those expectations are. I don't expect this from you. So when you don't give it to me, when you don't show that to me, you know, then I'm I'm not let down because I didn't expect it from you anyway. Like you've proven yourself in this situation, in this, you know, aspect, you know, before. Um, so, I mean, that's that's real, you know, and that comes with as we've said over and over tonight, it comes with discernment, you know, and even acceptance, accepting what they are to you and being able to accept what they are not. Yeah. Um, and that's not always easy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just we, we have 
to lend that grace and we have to know when to, uh, to cut it off. Um, and, and me cutting it off or us parting ways doesn't mean that I hate you or it doesn't mean that I'm tearing you down. Or it doesn't mean I'm telling all your secrets that you told me because you have some friends that when, you know, you break it off and they're not friends anymore. Now I'm telling all, putting all your business in the street. No, mm -mm. don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You know, uh, part ways uh, in a good way. Um, if that's what it calls for at that time. Um, but if you can't, you have to know. You have to know what the deal breakers are, what you're willing to accept, what you're willing to allow, what you're not. Um, so, I mean, we can end right here. It's 9.15 now. Uh, the last thing I just want to say is uh, being able to pray for that friend. Uh, we should be, we have a responsibility uh, as a friend uh, to pray for one another. Uh, there's power uh, in prayer. You know, even as it was mentioned before, I can't remember who said it, just being able to sense them, you know, in the spirit, being able to sense them, being able to see and hear what they're not saying or showing. You know, but you know them because they're your, there's something in you that connects with them and you know that this is not who they are, you know, and just being able to not always go to them and say anything, but to go to the Lord in prayer, you know, knowing when to pray, what to pray for uh, and how to pray, being able to cover uh, your friends uh, in prayer. Um, so as we end, um, is there anything that you all want to say? You don't have to, if there's anything you want to say, um, like a lasting statement uh, to anybody that's on the live as it relates to friendship or International Women's Day or sisterhood uh, or whatever the case may be. Nope. Okay. I'm not going I'm not gonna pull it. I'm not gonna pull it. So friendship as we end, friendship takes sacrifice. It takes work. Um, it takes both parties uh, willing to um, put in uh, what's needed in order to make that sisterhood or that friendship live. Um, yes, there are going to be some disagreements. There are going to be, you know, things that you uh, don't like. Uh, whatever the case may be, you're going to have trials and tribulations and suffering in uh, some friendships. You have to decide what you're willing to suffer for, if that friendship is valuable enough to you or that sisterhood. Uh, and I just want to leave everybody with this. Just don't be a killer of your sister, but be a keeper. Be Friend. And even, you know, just the woman code, any woman that you see being a keeper of that woman, uh, taking that, you know, responsibility, you know, just to, to push that person, you know, to support them, to believe in them, to not go behind their back and say things that you can go, you know, and tell them. Let's normalize building each other up and not tearing each other down. You know, let's normalize esteeming others higher than ourselves. That, that everybody can't do that, you know, but we need to normalize that. That's what the scripture says, that we should esteem others higher than ourselves. You know, and Michelle Obama coined this. She said, there is no limit to uh, what we as women uh, can accomplish, you know, together. Basically as women, you know, as we come together, you know, and as we have that mindset to see everybody win, you know, to want to push that other uh, woman, even in honor of International Women's Day. I mean, it's been so encouraging just to see all of the posts, you know, that are on social media, you know, people posting themselves and really giving those quotes, you know, just to see like women, we are some amazing creatures. Um, we are resilient. 
And so I want to encourage everybody to keep on going, uh, keep on doing what God has called you to do. Keep being that sister, mm -hmm. that friend, uh, that push, that support, and be the friend that you want somebody else to be to you. Be the friend to that next person that you want somebody else to be to you i have thank you all ladies so much for joining the conversation uh on tonight um i have some other things that require our attention to our audience for joining all that i am podcast uh thank you to our guests even as i said already if you haven't already ladies I released a workbook. I want you all to go ahead and purchase that. All of you that are listening, uh, purchase it for somebody else, purchase it for yourself. Uh, the title of the workbook is And Just Like That She Became. So really I'm providing the tools and giving the blueprint of everything that's needed to become all that God has created you to be. Ladies, it is amazing. I'm not just saying it because it's mine. Um, I'm a little biased, but it's good though, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want you, to, you all to uh, take a moment to our guests. Can you all give them your handles on social media so that they can uh, follow you uh, just to stay up to date? Because these women are doing some amazing things, amazing things. And so I want you all to stay connected. Um, uh, Lady Mickles, I'll start with you. What is your handle on uh, Instagram? Instagram, Madeline B. Mickles. And on Facebook, it's Madeline Mickles and... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think I'm my other one. Subscribe to her magazine. Portia, what's your yeah. handle on uh, Instagram? Yeah. My handle on Instagram is the Portia Jackson. The is T H E E Portia Jackson. Facebook is Portia Jackson. All right. And Miss Brandy, what's your handle on Instagram? It is Baby Doc, which was my line name, which is my line name <laughs> when I pledged. So it's Baby Doc, and then on uh, Facebook, it's just Brandy R. Yancey. Awesome. I don't know if you said this, Brandy. Did you tell everybody that you were a physician assistant? I think I did in the beginning. Yeah, I'm a physician assistant. Okay, yeah, she's doing some amazing yeah, And I'm also a medical assistant. We have to Botox, fillers. Send me a message. <laughs> All right, y'all hear that? Y'all hear that, pub? Go ahead and do it. Support, support, support. So that is the end of this podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We're going to be celebrating women all month long. So to stay up to date on my latest blogs and my podcast episodes that you may have missed, I want you to go to my website at IamVivJ, and I want you to subscribe so that you can receive our go ahead and give us a review let us know how it touched you how did it speak to you how did any of the podcasts meet you right in your situation time remember are our sisters keeper all right grace and peace god bless yes